Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Occasionally, people will ask us about menu design or give some tips on how to set up their menu. So I'm going to go through a handful of tips that menu engineers have come up with as being the way to do a menu. First thing you want to consider is eye movement patterns. And this pertains to whether your menu is set up in a linear fashion as a single board with a single column, or it's set up in multiple columns. The eye patterns typically are people will focus on the middle, they'll go to the top right, then they go to the top left. In menu engineer terms, this is called the golden triangle. There's other disagreeing experts that say people start at the top right. Me personally, I know that when I'm faced with a menu board that is several columns, I always look at the top right. And then as soon as I go from the top right, I'll go to the farthest left point and work my way across. That's just me personally. A single column menu, people's eyes automatically go to the top because that's how we're taught to read. So the recommendation is, depending upon which menu style you have, whether it's in columns or in a linear fashion, a single column, you want to put certain items that either are high profitability or they are high sales in those prime areas. Those prime areas either being the middle, the top left, or the top right. We're going to talk about some ways to actually improve what people look at first. The second tip is you want to use white space well. Our eyes hate clutter. Studies show that a good use of white space improves the reader's comprehension by up to 30%. Now, for me personally, I say you just need to let the menu breathe. Menus that are too wordy become too hard to read, and people just don't read them anyway. That's where you start to get lots and lots of questions about, hey, can I put this on that? So our menus that are on site, and what I mean by that is the menu that's attached to your truck or on a sign directly in front of your truck needs to be minimalistic as possible with its descriptions. Your website menu, on the other hand, is where you can get into all the details. But again, it should be laid out with enough space in between all the descriptions and all the details that people can read it easily. And you also want to think about how your menu looks in person, how it looks on a PC, and then how it looks on mobile phones. Because the way that scaling works on websites sometimes will turn your menu into a jumbled up mess when it's set up on a PC and then somebody actually is viewing it on a mobile phone. So always double check the readability of your menu when it's set up. Now let's talk about how you can focus people's eyes. This is step number three or tip number three. Use boxes and use color for visual direction. If you have an item that is high profit, highlight it in some way, shape, or form. Walk your guests through the menu using the design elements that put the spotlight right where they should be looking. So if people naturally go to the top right and you want to put your most profitable item there, put a box around it. Put some type of highlight around it. Some type of symbol that is different than all the rest of the menu that makes people look at that because you're saying, hey, dudes, look up here. If you want to make it the top left, the same deal. Put a box around it. Hey, dudes, look up here. This is the thing you want to buy. 
And you don't have to use, you know, different colored fonts. You could use graphics to highlight something. You could use an illustration. You could use a photograph of that particular food product. Because if you're only using one or two photographs on a menu that's on site, that draws people's attention automatically. And the only pictures that you want to have on site would be pictures that are high profitable or pictures that are high popularity. So you have two types of menu items and you need to think about this when you're doing your costing you have what will be your star items these are high profit items that are also going to be high popularity items then you have your opportunity items these are high profit items that may not be as popular so those are the ones that you want to highlight and get people focused on ordering them or at least considering them before they read the rest of the menu this is one tip that a lot of menu engineers say and they've done a number of different studies about and it pertains to dollar signs menu engineers say get rid of them and they've done a number of different studies that when people read a menu, they know they're spending money, but they get more nervous and anxious when the dollar sign's there than when it's not there. And when you start to create nervousness and anxiousness in people, you're reminding them, hey, you're spending money, then the experience gets tainted. So if you messed up a little something because you made them nervous and anxious because they're spending money, now you've magnified that little problem into a big problem. I'm spending all this money on something you just mismade. So that's why it's important that you don't remind them constantly that, hey, you're spending money, even though people know it. The dollar sign, it triggers negative associations. So just throw them out the window. So one other tip about listing your prices, don't do it in a single column. And also don't put some trail leading out from it, like people will put a bunch of dots from the point the description ends bunch of dots and then there's the price. What that does is it lines up the price and makes it look visually neat, but it also invites your guests to do comparisons. They can very quickly scan up and down the menu to find the least expensive item, or they can scan up and down going, well, how come that one's 10 and that one's 7? What's the difference? Now you're making them think. When you stagger the prices, it makes it more difficult for that comparison, and then they just go ahead and order whatever they see rather than start to debate themselves on the price and if it's a good price or not, if it's a good deal or not. I've talked about this one a million times, and I'll probably have to talk about it another million. Keep your menu simple. Choices create anxiety. Now, I can prove that. If you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a spouse, just friends in general, and you say, hey, where do y'all want to go to eat? I will bet most of the time they're going to say, I don't know. Where do you want to go? Your guests are already overwhelmed with choosing where to eat. And then if you overwhelm them once they've chosen you by having a ridiculously big menu, now you have reignited their anxiety and they have all these different choices. Now I have to read and balance and go, do I really want that? Do I not want that? Does that taste the way I want it to taste? Every item on your menu is something that has to be read. And then internally, your guest has to debate, is this the product for me? And what that does is it slows down your service. And there's just no simple way around this. Thin your menu down. All the restaurants right now, one of the buzzwords is thinning the menu down. Burger King's doing it. McDonald's is doing it. They're throwing out choices to thin down their menu. Part of it is staff related. They just don't have enough staff to have the complicated menus that they had in the past. Well, think about that. Food trucks have never had big staffs. So why aren't food trucks making simple menus? You need to harness the power of words on your website, but not on your local menu board. And what I mean by local menu board is the ones attached to your truck or the one that's on an A-frame sign sitting near your truck. You want to make it simple when it's in person, but when they're sitting in their car or 
they're sitting at home trying to decide where they want to go, then you can be descriptive with savory and buttery and crisp and all the other words that elicit those internal reactions of hunger and make people salivate. That's great for your website. When you get them in front of your truck, we got to be efficient now. You can definitely have a QR code on your truck to where they can be linked to the, the flowery descriptions of your food, and they can do that while they're standing in line, and that's okay. But you don't want them doing it when they're right there in front of the window having to read the savory croissant with the buttery taste and the crisp flakiness. You don't want them reading those kind of words. You just want them to go, yep, I want a, a croissant with ham, egg, and cheese. So you want to keep it in person, short, and sweet. Consider using photos. If you're on a website, photos are great. In person, photos are used to direct people to certain products. Photos increase sales of a particular product by as much as 30% over the exact same product just being listed in words because photos draw attention. Now, a key point in making great-looking photos is it can't be darkly lit, it can't be unappetizing, and it definitely has to be the way you can produce it. i said this many times. Your photos need to be a true representation of your food. It can't be something that's you've taken a little eyedropper to put condensation on the tomatoes and you are using toothpicks in the background to prop up the bun. Can't be that. It has to be a realistic representation. Otherwise, you're going to get called out on it. And people are going to view your photographs as being stock photos rather than realistic. People know the difference. And again, you can help yourself with people that are standing in your line if you put out a secondary A-frame sign when you have a line that's, say, 8 or 10 people deep with the QR codes that will take them so they can look at all the the pictures of your food and help them decide long before they get to your window on which particular food product they want. We're going to talk about making it readable again. Earlier, I talked about white space and letting the menu breathe. But another way you can make the menu easy to read is the fonts and the font changes and the color contrast. It needs to be easy on the eye. Keep the font changes to two or three max. And this includes switching from bold to italics and switching from larger to smaller. And definitely it includes switching from one different name of font to another different name of font. You want to use color changes sparingly. Too many color changes and too many different fonts make the menus too hard to read. It ends up defeating some of the tips that I've talked about earlier, like focusing your eyes. If you have a menu that has eight items on it and each item's in a different color, where is the guest going to focus? But if you have eight items and only one of them's in red, they're going to read that one first. So think about those different color changes. When you're doing your menu, it should stay true to your brand and your brand's personality. So the description should match the way you want the feel to be of your brand. The color scheme should match the feel of your brand and the colors within your brand. You're creating a personality. A brand is not just a logo. A brand is more than that. And the menu is part of your brand. So again, keep it simple. Keep it true to your brand and to your brand's personality. Now, this little tip is more for folks that have their menus set up on a website. And I encourage you all to have a website. As much as possible, use text for your menu. A lot of people, when they go to set up their menu, they'll do it on some type of graphics art software. Set it all up and then turn that into a photo so that they can have it blown up for their truck or their uh, wrap or to have it turned into an A-frame sign of that nature, something of that nature. And because they've already got it snapped as a photograph, they go, I'll just post this on my social media and on my website because it's already done. This is self-defeating because search engines can't read words on photographs. So somebody that's looking for the best in town bacon double cheeseburger, and all you have is a photograph of your menu with a bacon double cheeseburger on it, and it says bacon double cheeseburger, as a part of the photograph, search engine can't read it, so it doesn't come up. So you can use photographs of your food, but then you want text for the description because the search engine can read the text. 
And then hopefully once they read the text, put you at the top of the search engine results. And when they click on the link and see the photograph, the photograph sells them on that particular product. They've made a good choice. So spend the time to make sure that your menu is searchable via text. So those are my 10 little tips there to help you guys with setting up your menu. And you don't have to do all of them, but you try to need to do as many as possible. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help you keep us going. If you like being around like-minded positive people, join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. we got a whole bunch of awesome members at all levels from brand new starting beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to learning about food trucks. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say about helping you and your food truck business grow.